0: Welcome to the Choose Life Radio Network. Your host is Jill Taylor. Every week, we bring you a candid conversation with someone who's making a difference for the cause of life. And now, here's Jill to introduce today's guest on Choose Life Radio. Welcome to Choose Life Radio. I'm Jill Taylor, your host today, and we are bringing back a very special guest, Sue Justice, who was with us last week. If you heard that interview, I do hope that you've encouraged people to join us now because we're going to hear another different side of this incredible woman. So, Sue, thank you for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Well, you had a great story about your own personal life in in the last week that we interviewed you. I would love for you to talk now about what you're doing now. What are you involved in? Yes, I'd love to do that. I want to encourage your listeners,
1: just God's goodness of how He weaves our life and our life experiences. I left off on the last broadcast talking about how God had healed my heart and given me a place of wholeness. And really from that time, when I went through the post-abortion support group in 90, the Lord had me go, you know, when I had preschoolers of, thank God, um, in 98, I heard a woman share her post-abortion testimony at a Moms of Preschoolers event, and I was shocked by her transparency. And it's a ripple effect in me to say, if she can speak out that clearly about something like that, maybe God has a purpose for me. And after that, God began a spiral of becoming the coordinator of the post-abortion ministry at the same center I received my help. He ended up opening up doors for writing in Christian magazines and an unshackled radio drama. And most recently, which I'm so privileged to become a part of, is Operation Outcry.org, which is a ministry of the Justice Foundation. Now, the Justice Foundation was founded in 93 by attorney Alan Parker. It's a public interest law firm, nonprofit providing services free of charge to pray, litigate, educate, and advocate for life, liberty, and justice. He actually was the lead counsel for Norma McCorvey, who was the Roe of Roe v. Wade, and Sandra Kano, who was the Doe of Doe v. Bolton. He was the counsel through 2000 through 2012, representing them. They wanted to reverse their own cases. They both were pro-life, and ultimately the Supreme Court declined that. But in that process of him representing them, Operation Outcry was born. Operation Outcry mobilizes women and men hurt by abortion who share our true stories of the devastating effects of that. We touch hearts by speaking out in legislators, heartbeat bills, campuses, conferences. We change lives by helping those who have had that impacted by abortion know that there is hope for healing and pointing them to resources. And lastly, the mission of Operation Outcry is to restore justice. The Justice Foundation Operation Outcry holds the world's largest collection of legally admissible written sworn testimonies from women hurt by abortion that actually have been used in four major court cases that affected reversing some abortion, uh, like late-term abortion. And um, if you go to the website, you can, I won't try to go into all that here, But that's one avenue. I'm so proud of being a part of that because our testimonies, he's up to 5,000 now, and many of those were submitted into an amicus brief in the recent Dobbs decision, which overturned Roe. And It was so validating to know abortion harms women, and these legally admissible testimonies were part of an amicus brief that went to the Ohio Supreme Court. So I want to encourage anyone who has been impacted by abortion, who wants to utilize their story for life, God is a redeemer, to please visit OperationOutcry.org. There is a tab there to click on the declaration. And what it is, you can even submit that you want it to be used anonymously. The Justice Foundation keeps all the actual records but it talks about things like when and where did you have it? How many weeks pregnant were you? Were you adequately informed of the nature of it, the consequence of it, et cetera, et cetera? It's short, but it's powerful. It's legally admissible. Actually, in Ohio, for the heartbeat bill that's being revisited again. The Alliance for Defending Freedom is utilizing some Ohio women's affidavits or declarations in their amicus brief supporting the heartbeat bill. So I just want to say, go there, utilize that, make your pain heard. Uh, We need to get out. I feel like there's a sleeping army out there that just need to be healed and then
0: equipped I think that's a great way to say it, that they're hidden. They don't, no one knows that they've gone through what they've gone through, and yet it's buried in them. And when you see someone who's seven years old and you are seven years away from your abortion, you can't think anything but, oh, that's what my child might have looked like. Absolutely, That might be the activity we'd be doing as a family if I had not had that abortion so it's a very complex issue. It's not simply convincing someone to get into an abortion clinic and just get it done with, and you'll never think about it again. Isn't that ridiculous?
1: Mother's Day,
0: baby announcements, baby dedications,
1: all the family holidays, those are all reminders. I used to have my abortion occurred on December 17th of 1980, and I would get an anniversary reaction It's every time around that year. I mean, there's echoes in the caverns of the heart. And I think when people that have gone through healing, I think in the last segment, last week I mentioned all the healing avenues, please take advantage of that. You can do it confidentially through online, Zoom. There's so much out there now for healing. But once you become healed, and whether it's in your own sphere of just interactions or publicly like I'm doing... The more we get our testimonies out there, the more other women and men are empowered to speak out. The more we raise up a tsunami of voices to crush the lies of the pro-abortion industry, and we need those voices. So I speak to you dear ones out there who have been impacted and are hurting. Jesus wants to heal you. Take advantage of those healing, and then whether it just makes you a better mom and dad that's enough. But God might lead some of you, like myself, very clear leading of the Lord, to become a voice for the voiceless, to be more out there with it. He's removed my shame. I love the scripture. Those who look to Him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. I know my Lord has forgiven me, and He brings purpose out of our pain. You know, you think of all the Bible stories of King David who committed adultery and God called him a man after his own heart because he repented. He was contrite, and he had a heart seeking God. So you're not disqualified. So I just want to wake the sleeping giant. I feel like there's a valley of dry
0: bones, and the Lord is prophesying. He's saying, rise up, rise up, and let's march. We are so blessed to have Sue Justice with us today again. She has a depth of understanding of this issue and because it's personal to her as well and because she knows God and because God has forgiven her. Those are three important steps that have to happen for those of you who have had an abortion. You need to understand that God loves you and there is no sin that you have done that will keep him from forgiving you. I love the way you're talking about this, Sue, because you're really sharing the importance of recognizing being able to go back to something you've hidden. You don't want to look at it, you, and, but every once in a while something comes up and there it is. It's so much better for you to pray, to ask God to forgive you, because only God can forgive you. Really, only God will allow us to have our sins washed away and be as clean as white. (laughs) It's just an amazing thought for those who have had several. I had a really good friend who walked out of my office one time saying her last statement was to hurt me. She was angry, and she said, just so you know, yes, I've had an abortion. I've had eight abortions. And she walked out, and I just burst into tears. Because I couldn't imagine the weight of that. And it came out when she was angry. So that's all twisted up in there. And for people who are struggling with past abortions and you haven't gotten healing, I think what Sue Justice is recommending is some sort of an operation outcry, telling your story, or being involved in some sort of a group that a pregnancy center might have for you.
1: I would like to emphasize, I've heard many women say this, they can know that they're forgiven, but I don't know for me and for many, many others to experience heart healing as a process of literally not mental ascent, okay, I'm forgiven, but going through and visiting it and going through the grief process. It can be private. You can go online and do an online program, buy the book Forgiven and Set Free and do a Bible study. Or go to a face-to-face group. To me, the face-to-face group was so helpful because I saw mirrored in the eyes of the lay leaders and other women going through the group together, the love and the compassion and the hope. And it really was like a boil. You can have an infection under the surface and you can say on the surface, it looks perfect. But until you lance that thing and allow all that infection to come out, you know, the grief, the regret, the shame, the unforgiveness, the anger, bitterness, sadness, loss, there's just so much that needs to come out and allow God in. Like I refer to it, I put this box called abortion trauma in a stuffed box in the cellar of my heart. And it wasn't until I went through that group that By the time we planted a tree in memory of our children, it's like I could see that box was open and my heart had been mended and my heart was free. I I came to know experientially, if the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. So I would encourage women and men to get the healing they need. Visit what I shared last time and pursue that because God wants to meet you there and overwhelm you with His grace and love and forgiveness and repurposing, but just going through that helped me be a better mom to my later children, living children, because I wasn't trying to work out my grief hyper hypervigilant and so afraid something was going to happen. Then I was trying to suck life from them to validate, was I a good mommy? Because I knew I destroyed one life, so please love me, you know, just codependency. So many things get tied up in that, that you can be, unravel those roots and get a nice, healthy root system in your heart.
0: We are blessed by what you are sharing, and we are talking with Sue Justice, and she is with Operation Outcry. We'll be right back on Choose Life Radio. All of us look forward to summer, whether you live in the coldest part of the country or whether the weather tends to be sunny and mild. Summer means walks and picnics, baseball, golf, barbecues, and relaxing outdoor times with family and friends. And don't forget vacations. (laughs) But for a radio ministry like Choose Life Radio, it's unquestionably the most challenging time of the year. Donors, not necessarily you, but others, have a tendency to forget the ongoing financial needs of the ministry. And it's easy to do. Our schedules in the summer tend to look nothing like they do during the other seasons. And that's why I'm taking this time from our exciting interview to encourage you to make a special financial gift today. Right now, Choose Life Radio has a substantial financial need to address if we are going to remain on the station you are listening to. And that challenging financial time, if it's anything like the past several years, will continue throughout the remainder of the summer months. So with that in mind, please consider sending a generous financial gift today. It will help us continue to broadcast interviews with those who, like you and me, love God and value the sanctity of human life. You can give right now by going online at chooseliferadio.com. Locate the Donate button on the top right of the page, tap it, and follow the prompts. And while you're there, take a moment and consider making today's gift a monthly gift. The prompts will help you make that a reality. Or you can mail your check to Choose Life Radio, P.O. Box 36622, Canton, Ohio, 44735. That's ChooseLifeRadio.com or Choose Life Radio, Post Office Box 36622, Canton, Ohio, 44735. May the Lord bless you richly as you give to encourage others to celebrate the sanctity of human life. I thank you, and we look forward to hearing from you today. Welcome back to Choose Life Radio. Our guest today is Sue Justice, and our guest today has already shared some wonderful information Sue Justice is talking not only about her own personal experience with abortion, but the wonderful things that we can connect to that we don't have to have an abortion. We have people that will be there for us. There are people who wish to adopt. There are people who want to give you that time to decide before you do something that you'll always regret, and that is you'll lose a life of someone very dear to you. That would be your child. So thank you, Sue Justice, for being with us today, and I'd love to hear more about what you're doing with Alan Parker, the president of Justice Foundation. Yes, it'd be my pleasure. I welcome anyone to visit
1: thejusticefoundation.org. There's such a rich history there, and I really honor the godliness and integrity of Mr. Alan Parker and how God just wove his life story and got him involved in pro-life work. I think it would be better to read directly from the website, as well as live action, if you just Google live action. But the Justice Foundation is a nonprofit public interest law firm advocating for the pre-born and women, and also litigating, educating, advocating for life, liberty, and justice he was the lead counsel for Norma McCorvey and Sandra Kano of the Roe and Doe, and in that process started the Operation Outcry wing uh, under his umbrella of the Justice Foundation, which is harnessing men and women harmed by abortion who use our testimonies to speak out, also encouraging others harmed by abortion to please visit the OperationOutcry.org Page and sign a declaration that will really he'd like to get it up to ten thousand because they're still being used in state to state battles to defend life. So your testimony about
0: how abortion hurts women is really important. So one of the wonderful things too about him is it's a man calling yes. us to deal with this. And there are wounds that women have that really can be touched only by the man that you were involved with or the husband that you have now. It takes forgiveness from God and it takes forgiveness from the person you're married to. They need to understand what happened. It can't be a buried secret because it will change your relationship. You know, I think about the gift that you have in Alan Parker. It's a a real gift.
1: Oh, absolutely. He carries the heart of God and such a justice call, but with the integrity and the compassion of God. He's a wonderful man. I can't do him justice by the words I speak, but I just honor him. And I told him time and time again, it's a privilege to be associated with an organization with such a high level of integrity and biblical passion for life.
0: Sue, I wonder if you could share with our listener how you told your future husband how you told your children, because it carries on and there needs to be a way that you can show the forgiveness that God has given as well as the repentance. Because I think when kids hear that from their parents, they understand they don't want to ever do that. And we had too many silent parents who don't say anything and then the issue comes up and the kids don't know what to do and they go ahead and say, well, the best thing I can do right now is have an abortion. That's a good point because until you're healed, you can't speak with conviction on the issue.
1: If you've still got it buried yourself and how can you speak? So I would, again, just press in to take advantage of the healing. But yes, my husband and I met from church and he was a strong believer. And before we got married, I knew I had to tell him my history because I'm just like, I want you to know this. And if that changes anything for you, then that needs to happen. But I can't enter into the most intimate holy union without telling you. And he received it with such compassion and Grace and understanding the gospel message that, you know, when we repent, he takes our sins as far as the east is from the west and cleanses us. And he demonstrated the heart of the father. And because I began to speak out and write articles. Our kids, at the time when they were old enough to talk about these things, um, they they were included. We've always been a very open family to talk openly and honestly about things, so they've gone to churches where I've been speaking. Um, They've gone to the Memorial for the Unborn and seen their half-brothers plaque on the wall. They look forward to meeting my child one day in heaven. My husband, Steve, lovingly says, you know, I feel like I've spiritually adopted your son. I can hardly wait to meet him too. Oh,
0: how sweet, how precious. What, is, what a doll of a husband you have. Oh my goodness. He is such a representative
1: of Christ to me. But there is a lot of the healing programs, if people will take advantage of that first interview. Talk about when and how to talk about to your spouse if it has not come up yet, if the spouse is not the father of the baby? How do you talk about this with your family? When is it appropriate? So there's lots of help out there to know and navigate that because it's is—it's a sensitive issue and, and you want to do it under the leadership of the Lord. But God is a restorer of families and God desires for healing to occur in the whole family unit. And that's one of the things of abortion. It really wreaks havoc, not only emotionally, but spiritually, relationally, and physically. There's breast cancer link and infertility issues. So it's just, God can unravel many of those things. Some women have had abortions never able to bear natural children. So there are some consequences that can happen but God's forgiveness is if someone repents, they can be totally forgiven and God will give grace and strength to bring beauty from ashes. Another thing about the Justice Foundation, they have a Center Against Forced Abortion, which surprisingly, as statistics say 60% of abortions are forced. So I would really recommend counselors, school counselors, police officers, parents. No one can coerce a person into abortion. Coercion is illegal in all 50 states, even including a minor. The Justice Foundation has a Center Against Forced Abortion with letters to student letter, a parent letter, the father letter. You know, the father can't pressure her to get abort. You can fax a letter to the abortion clinic saying if someone brings me in, they'll have that on file because this can be subject to criminal civil liability, including fetal homicide, if someone forces a woman against her will to have an abortion. So that's a powerful tool of the Justice Foundation. You can print it off. You can fax it to the abortion clinic. If you know that someone's going to drive me there, that you can have that faxed to the center, and they will know, be alerted in advance, and they will not proceed with it because they can be held criminally liable.
0: I'm also recommending that if you're hearing this interview and it has nothing to do with you. You've not had an abortion. You're interested in, in how people reconcile from it. But you really don't have this experience. Here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Take this information to the Pregnancy Support Center near you and let them understand the major items of information that you have because of Alan Parker and because he has made sure that there's reading to be done. There's things that you can offer to these people instead of just saying, no, no, don't have the abortion. Keep meeting with us. We'll talk you through this. That's great, but to have something in your hands when you walk away that gives you another opportunity to contact someone is really important. Yes, and the Justice Foundation
1: offers free training and these resources for pregnancy care centers Anyone could access the printable letters off the website, but he does offer free training and resources to empower pregnancy resource centers to have all that information to give to that woman. If she's feeling undue pressure from a boyfriend, from parents, from anyone to force her to do that against her will, that itself has been shown to have even stronger correlation with deep post-abortion stress symptoms when someone has been forced to kill the child they wanted.
0: Thank you so much for this information. It has been, again, it's just gone by so fast with me. I really appreciate, Sue, all of the information you have given. This is Sue Justice that we're talking with. And please consider looking up some of the information that Alan Parker has written and makes available for your pregnancy centered. We are so grateful for what Sue Justice has shared with us in the last two conversations. They've been fabulous. I'd also like to encourage you to go back into our ChooseLifeRadio.com reservoir of great interviews because... Alan Parker, Jr., who is the president of the Justice Foundation, actually did a great interview with us. I'm so grateful you've been with us, and thank you, Sue, for joining us for the, for two interviews. I'm really blessed by that. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you, listener, for joining us and for supporting us and for praying for us. We are so grateful because I believe Choose Life Radio is doing something that you rarely find for many place else. I thank you, and I look forward to seeing you next week on Choose Life Radio. The preceding program was sponsored by the Choose Life Radio Network of Canton, Ohio.